This podcast contains some magical adult language. Listener discretion is advised. And sorry, Mom. Welcome to Rat Castle, a progressive chat about Disney magic without the pixie dust. This is Dave Cobb. I'm filling in for our producer, Nathan Hartman, who is feeling sick today. Get better, Nathan. And uh, so it's it's all the ladies and me. I told them I feel like Charlie. I feel like Bosley and Charlie's Angels here, putting them all on the <laughs> speakerphone. Uh, today with me are Sarah. Hello. And Janine. Howdy. And Victoria. Hi. Now I'm not sick. <laughs> I was looking at our little agenda, and it was like, "Hi, I'm Nathan. And Victoria is sick today." <laughs> oh, nope. Hi, Victoria. Nathan is sick today. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm right. sure. That's all right. My time in the barrel is coming. Yeah. I am looking at our agenda here, and whoo boy, this week is a barn burner. Yeah, get There's... your coffee. <laughs> get your coffee. Settle in, folks. Hope you have a long commute because this is a big one. There is so much news. And most of this news hit in like the last two days, right? Yeah. 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 In the last 48 hours. They just like decided to dump everything on us. They were just like, here you go. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. And and there was like here one full day. It was one full day of Disney news. And then one full day of like Universal news. And All right. Let's jump yeah. in. It was nice of Universal to let Disney have it a little I moment. heard that that was, I heard, I heard that that was like back channel uh, 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 negotiation to do that. Wow. Really? Oh. I heard that Gee. their marketing departments were like, we don't want to step in each other. We've both got big news and Universal secretly like is our news is way bigger. We know it. And, yeah. Uh, this is this this is what I heard. And they're like, Yeah, yeah, you guys go first. Go for it. So uh session. They yeah. did them yeah, a right. favor, honestly, because if Disney came out after the fact with that, everyone would be like, Oh, what? This is yeah. all you like. That's all you got. Whereas they get to kind of like fly under the radar a little bit now. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. 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 Well, let's start with um. Let's start on on the East Coast with Walt Disney World. Janine, would you like with to the take the big one? Would take yeah, this big, is the, the moment one? we've all been waiting for over here. Uh, we got our opening date for Tron. It is uh, opening on April fourth. Finally. Finally. Um. Really excited. Uh, it is going to require lockers, though, which is uh, pretty interesting. Is this the first Disney ride to require that? I think uh, at least here. No, no the one in Shanghai um, uses yeah, lockers. Yeah, yeah domestically, but domestically, domestically it is. Oh, domestically, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. That's, well, that's be interesting. Tra- traditionally, all their coasters have, you know, um, sort of leg room, a well at the bottom. Yeah. I mean, even the looping, even the looping ones, they like to bring it on because centrifugal force is going to keep it anyway. And they yeah. have like yeah. little places you can put your stuff in, like little pockets right. on the, yeah. the bags. None of that. And technically, Tron has that. Do you remember how? Did you ever do uh, a Forbidden Journey when they had you put stuff in the back pocket in the seat? There was like a little plastic hinge. I don't even think they did. Yes, it. No, I remember that. Not, I don't, I don't those, remember that. Those, their seats in Forbidden Journey had these little pop out and they're ridiculous. There's no, all it did was hold up loads. So they just don't use them at all anymore. And they put in the lockers when they built in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But the, um, and I think that the lockers were there in Florida from day one too. I just think it was one of those, like, if you have last minute, like eyeglasses, keys, whatever. But 
uh, Tron has that. If I remember correctly, somebody out there, correct me if I'm wrong, but when I went in 2016, I thought there was a weird little pop-open little panel somewhere, but it's so non-practical that, and the way you're seated on that thing like a motorcycle, there's just no way to hold anything. So yeah. I'm not surprised. Um, they uh, they made they had lockers for us as well in in Shanghai. But anyway, it's uh, having been on it like ten times. Let me tell you, that thing is small but mighty. Everybody's going to complain about the length. It doesn't matter. It's so freaking cool. I wonder like how big the lockers are going to be because I feel like when you go to Disney, it's so it's such a different experience. Like the stuff that you bring with you to Disneyland or to like Disney World, you bring more stuff for some reason than when you mm-hmm. like than the things that you would take to like a Universal or a Six Flags or not because like you don't like in those theme parks, it's more roller coasters. So you're not going to really bring a lot of things. But for like a Disney theme park, you're going to bring like the big backpack and the baby bag and the stroller and all these different things. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. where are you going to put all that? So I wonder how big the lockers are going to be. I want to know if yeah. they have like a Velocicoaster-esque locker uh, system. Hmm. I was just going to bring that up. Like, like, does it, uh, is it right before you load? Because that system is genius. I love yeah. it. Um, but, but, but you have to start, that has to be started at the very beginning of planning for the queue. Yeah. You know, like that's. Um, and and if this is a direct like direct lift of Shanghai and True. literally a, yeah. a clone, it's not going to have that. But maybe maybe they they change. I do remember I doubt there's, it's worth there's it an open... to them. Yeah, yeah. I bet they just say, you know, sorry, go go back out the exit, <laughs> put in the locker, get back in line. You know, who knows? Uh, anyway, get, get hyped. Tron is opening after so much time. So I hope they got it right. Wait, I have a question. Did you guys figure it out? Like the clue. No. Because yeah. I couldn't get it. You figured no. it out? I did. Eventually, when, when you guys described to me what it was, mm-hmm. it took me a while. But I start, I saw numbers that were like, wait a minute, that looks like Mark's. That looks like blah, blah, blah. And then I saw CLU. Oh. Uh, Clue. Yeah. Which is a, which is a well, Why are you telling us? Uh, sorry, <laughs> I, thought it had, I thought it had been revealed already. I, it I was. They, they, I think the Disney Twitter website, uh, the Disney Twitter, they posted it. Like, they highlighted yeah, they what did. it was. Yeah. Yeah, because that's a that's a character in the first Tron. That's a major character in the second Tron. Mm. And, uh, oh, Clue is a character. Yeah, and, uh, and that would have helped if I had watched Tron before. Coded, <laughs> coded logger. Oh, I'm a bad Tron fan. I'm such a Tron nerd. I should know it. Coded. I thought you were Stan. I was. I you know I'm I'm just old, so I don't remember now. But, uh, <laughs> I'm literally I'm literally staring at a Tron poster He's here in my in my office like right there and i can't yeah. anyway. um so yeah and it and the, the everything else was was like disney related there's like mm-hmm. l and mk and all that it was stuff. like the theme park opening dates i think the other days yeah yeah it was yeah. the opening dates of the other ones um mm-hmm. and and it was confused why they disneyland brought up there. disneyland though well they op- it was the opening day of the park but i was like hmm, i wonder if we can i hope we do i don't know where would they put that uh, uh, what I heard was take over um, what's the launch bay, what used to be America Sings, what used to be uh, oh. Car- Carousel, Carousel of Progress, and the um, and the uh, entire submarine lagoon. Wow, and, I love the lagoon. I would support right it. There. I would too. Yeah, I would support I would if too. they keep the like. Imagine going over the lagoon. That'd be so sick. Yeah, oh, that would be it, cool. It would yeah. go over. It would go over Autopia. Too. Yeah, the entire thing would go over cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. How they would do that, I don't know, but I hope they do. I know. I know. Disneyland, get on it. Get on mm-hmm. it. We want this. Uh also at the Magic Kingdom, we have a big show coming back, do we know? Yeah, April 3rd is going to be uh the big switcheroo day. Um 
April 3rd Yay. is when Happily Ever After returns to Magic Kingdom and Epcot Forever takes over at Epcot. And so uh, Harmonious will be leaving. So um, pretty exciting. Uh, the Happily Ever After is going to have the uh, uh, new projections down Main Street, which is really cool. If you guys haven't seen that, it's a oh, lot of fun. It's, it's it makes so cool. it like I'm not a big stay for the fireworks kind of person, especially at Magic Kingdom. But it, uh, it's a treat. It's very immersive. So um, I think it'll be really cool. Does that use projections on Main Street, like uh, uh, as well as the fireworks, or? Um, her, That's what they're uh, happily saying. Ever after. Yeah. It didn't before. Yeah. I don't think, but it it, it has new it's ones this time. To, it's yeah. going to have them now. Oh, that's, yeah, that's going to have them now. It's, yeah. it's an amazing show. Yeah, it's cool. yeah, yeah. Cool. I'm really excited. I have friends who are Disney nerds. They're really excited. Um, I'm sure we'll probably be there within the first couple of days. <laughs> oh, good luck. <laughs> of that. Yeah. I did I did see Epcot forever for that brief second that it was playing. I don't I remember forget while I was there, why I was there, but I What was its runtime? When I forget Epcot Forever's runtime. It was pretty brief cuz like, I never even saw it. Yeah. October uh, 1st, 2019. That's why. Through I 2020. There. I was at Priapa. I was there Priapa I saw it then. Um, oh, nice! But like uh, uh, the harmonious budget, the tacos are departing. No more, no yes. more, taco, no more future tacos. I, I know people, people are so mean. People are really <laughs> sad about that. I'm surprised. Um, like I am I, too. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I was not expecting that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just like they really invested all that money. I have, and I have a gonna... prediction. I have a prediction. Okay. They are going to be anchored permanently in the Disney Springs Lagoon. Nathan pitched that. that when we first and talked just about be it. Background, just be a background thing that happens every once in a while. They can promote new stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. They're, they're not going to throw that. That crap makes out. way more sense. Don't, That's not a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, think, it just fits better there. It yeah. does. I think it's kind of funny how for so long on Twitter, people were just kind of they just didn't like them and then now that they're gone or that they're going to be gone all of a sudden um we have barges lovers like i just don't know how that it's happened. just people just love to hate <laughs> just like it's like if you can't make anybody happy it's like i i get it um i get i'm i'm indifferent i just i forgot they were there to be honest <laughs> i can see that yeah i mean i'm glad that they're gone but at the same time like i can understand that people love that show yeah I, like i've heard that it was a great and show. it wasn't the end it's of the a world beautiful show yeah like, i'm just glad right that angle. we have the full like we could see the whole lagoon again like it's super beautiful like that view. Yeah. getting the like reflection at night of the lights of the pavilions on mm -hmm. the water is such an iconic image yeah for me right. and that's it's like a formative image like i remember being a kid and my parents taking me to Epcot and like that being in home videos and home pictures and just having that sight line is very sentimental. I uh, I wish they would bring back Surprise in the Skies. I don't know if y'all, you're probably too young to remember that. That was a th daytime show at the Lagoon at Epcot. Mm -hmm. Look it up. There's, you, there's YouTube videos. It's like jet skis and kites and, <laughs> uh, and, and, and what they call daytime fireworks, which are basically like fireworks with colored smoke on the on the on the actual so they're doing first but they're also on the edges of the kites so they're making these swirls and color patterns oh wow yeah, so what kite tails like to be it, like, yeah it was like 90 <laughs> 91 i think 91 
It was for the oh, there's like paragliders, like hang gliders, hang gliders and paragliders. Yeah, it's silly, Bonkers. but it's it's it's, it's, it's very, very 1991. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is yeah, pretty nuts, bring, honestly. I'm like, <laughs> I'm watching bring it. Back surprise in the skies. Bring back surprise in the skies, you cowards. Um, you know, I I think it was Epcot Forever though. I remember seeing one a nighttime show with my boyfriend so sometime after 2019 it must have been epcot forever but they had kites that were being yes. dragged by drones oh, and wow. I, yeah, I think that was i think that was it i just that watched was. a video of epcot forever and did not see those things in it and so was it just like a temporary thing i want them back that i thought that was the coolest thing i loved the drone kite I'm things not yeah. sure yeah. And they did the big drone show for the 30th in Paris. I don't know if you watched the video of that. Mm -hmm. Oh, I did. It was yeah. really cool. I have seen that. The draws of the ears. And, you know, I, 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 I'm very surprised they haven't used drones before in Epcot. I know that the uh, the U.S. Um, kind of laws around them are a little different about doing them over people and things. So, um, uh, but I think that they figure that out. So my, my guess would be that they actually do some of the water. But we'll see. I'm, that is a very challenging place to do a show. And every mm -hmm. time they sort of do it differently, I, I um, c commend them for whatever new thing they're trying. So let's see what they do. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, moving on. A Reedy Creek <laughs> is back and backer than ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one, this one's wild. Um, basically, people were just able to uh, uh, eavesdrop in, I guess, or just pay attention to the uh, Reedy Creek planning meeting that was on uh, Wednesday, the 11th. And um, they updated their uh, land use plan to allow for the addition of two more minor parks, which they said are more like water parks. Mm. Um, and their their previous 2020 plan already included one major theme park. Um, so uh, people are kind of wondering, is this an addition to that? Did that get scrapped? Is that still right. going? Yeah. Um, but it sounds like Disney is still planning on two, like, water park type things maybe we'll get our avatar water park yeah i still <laughs> i still think that's such a cool idea i yeah. um, this is a cool idea yeah. well and the, the fan favorite theory and i know that concepts were done for this because i've been told by friends at imagineering i never saw them but that idea of an, of an entirely villain based magic kingdom oh like, wow yeah. not necessarily magic kingdom but a villain based park so it's more um iron rides and thrill rides more a, a little adult focused um, that's funny i actually think that that has that would have a a, a stickiness to be honest um, no i agree and it's it's just i say it's funny because universal right now is trying to be like oh we need to get into like more of the family market yeah and I mean, disney's they like really do, we need though, to, to get more into the real market yeah right right you guys <laughs> just you guys have lanes you, <laughs> <laughs> you can just stay in your lane yeah right right so, nah, so we'll universal see. definitely has a family problem though like they no, gotta sure. yeah they gotta sure. appeal to them yeah well hopefully we'll see another another disney theme park in our lifetime which to be honest are words i it, i'd never thought i'd hear coming out of my mouth i Same. i would be shocked i don't believe I it i'll believe it when really i see it shocked. you really don't believe it like that there won't be I another mean, gate like anywhere i think it could happen like maybe within like a decade well yeah. if, i i bet i bet uh, if when you look at other things in the marketplace, like they need, they could easily do the Animal Kingdom adjacent version of Discovery Bay, mm -hmm. right? Oh, low that's true. Low capacity, high touch, um, uh, uh, water park meets 
uh, wild animal experience. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I know they've they've said in the past they don't want to get into dolphins, but they could figure something out there, right? Like that that would be. I would look at the the marketplace and see what don't they have. They don't have that, and they don't have a like kids only, solely kids Legoland style experience. Um, so I, my, my bet is it's going to be in that in those two realms. But and we'll talk more about the the universal throwing down on that idea a little bit later. Um, uh, Parking is free again in Yay. Walt Disney World. Yay. It's the little things. <laughs> it's, it's, it really is not a yay moment for me. It's more of a like, how did this, how did we ever get put in this position right. to begin with? That, that right. part. Where They're paying the so much. <laughs> this gets them to the, as you said, Sarah, this they gets back to the bare minimum. Like, yeah. all right, thanks. <laughs> yeah. yeah shocking shocking and but welcome i will (laughs) i don't know what else to say about that like i don't want to applaud too much like yep you came to your senses good on you i mean if they did that and then brought back like the magical express then i would yes "Mm, okay when i do magical express then i'll be like yes thank you thank you thank you that i've never used that in my life and i never will but it is so upsetting that they got rid of it because it, that's the whole yeah. pitch is you get to the airport you don't have to rent a car mm-hmm. you just live at disney mm-hmm. and it's like why would you force people to invest in a mechanism that takes them away from your property <laughs> what, what what when did that go away what year did that go away I, I think it was like, I, like last it. year yeah was it I, it wasn't well, pre pandemic was it pre pandemic i heard it was because of the bright line thing yeah, because I thought it was no. because of the bright line thing, but, but and then the of, bright line thing fell through. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy because Universal is taking full advantage of that, and Disney isn't. Like, I don't understand why Disney isn't taking full advantage of this like amazing opportunity. It just yeah. sounds super yeah. ridiculous. Uh, it's one of those things where the, uh, this those three announcements. What was it? Parking, parking, park hopping, and attraction photos mm-hmm. were like. Mm-hmm. All of those for me is kind of like, all right, you're you're back to the bare minimum of what you used to do. Like you said, Sarah, they're not none of those mm-hmm. sounded. I mean, so with, summarize for us: what is the park hopping requirements have been relaxed as well, Janine? Oh yeah, so um, starting, I I think Disneyland got better park hopping relaxation. Uh, uh, Disney yeah, there's World is, um, annual, yeah, Disney World. Um, the park hopping is the same, but except for on Saturdays and Sundays, annual pass holders can visit the park without a reservation after 2 p.m. And only the Saturday, Sunday is only at Magic Kingdom. I don't know if I said that. Yeah. Only at Magic Mm -hmm. Kingdom. Um, But other than that- the park hopping only applies to pass holders. Mm -hmm. And they don't have a definitive date for it just yet. Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, This seems pretty easy to do. But that's pretty cool. People were, I, I think that that's really great. A big part. I often don't get to the parks until after two anyway. So for oh, me, that Dis- works out for you. yeah. And-, and for me, like Disney was always like, what are we going to do today? Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Let's just swing by the parks. And so right. like they took that away and now it's like everything has to be scheduled weeks in advance and yeah. it brings back the, what we love about Disney. Yeah. I hope, I hope that mm-hmm. ripples out to the West coast too. But like, like when I lived in, 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 in Orlando, 
Jason and I, I get home from work and I'd look at Jason and go, what do you want to eat? I don't know. What do you want to eat? And he's like, I don't know. I really want, let's go to the Moroccan pavilion. And we'd go to Epcot for dinner. We'd grab a drink, walk the the the, the lake twice, get back in the car and go home. Like, yep. yeah. It was one of my favorite things ever, just having that n- nearby. And we, I used to do the same at Disneyland. So I hope that I hope that culture comes back to me. Yeah. That's, it's not just the the, the, mm-hmm. the the idea of me doing it. It's it's because you would you would see other pass holders and you'd run into people that, you know, and like it, it's just uh, anyway, I, I'm glad it's back. Yeah. Um, yeah. But just, uh, now the photo downloads are part of Genie Plus in Florida as well now, which they've always been here in, in West Coast, right, Sarah? That you, you got attraction photos and, yes. and, and character photos. So they're adding that to Florida now, right? Oh, that's funny. That seemed like a money grab to me in Florida. Like, they're, yeah. they're still charging for that. Like, come on. I didn't even know they were charging for that. Like, I wonder it's how much it wild. was. Who's paying yeah, for attraction there's... photos? <laughs> that That's what I'm trying to figure out. Well, like... remember remember they had Memory Maker for a while that you could add to your mm-hmm. uh, add to your vacation I mean, they package. still do. They still, oh, do they? they still hawk that. Yeah, I still, like, in the TA website anyway, you can still add that to your um, vacation package. And it's like, oh. if you do it when you book it, it's 69. But if you do it, like, after you've paid, it's like ninety nine or something like that. Wow. Wow. And, and for some pictures, like for some reading, pictures. Reading the, the 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 fine print here, it's just for attraction photos that they're getting yeah. free. So character yes. photos you don't get. No, um, you know, and Memory Maker, like I don't get it, but I'm also not a mom juggling four kids and, and a stroller, and it's like had not having to take the camera out every time and and yeah. have somebody else take pictures of you on the fly. I get it, like that's that's an easy cost to add to my already expensive thing. I wouldn't get it for myself, but I get it, you know. Um, I mean, for international guests too, I would imagine, I haven't booked international guests yet, but I would imagine that would be a good deal for them too. Right. And it's one thing to want, you know, memory photos of you and your family with Goofy, because that's awesome. And, but attraction photos are always kind of like, mm-hmm. eh, they're fine. I, I, mm-hmm. I, for years I've said they should just give these away because people repost them on social media. It's advertising. Why are you charging for this? You know? Yeah. Yeah, that part's always wild. Um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's uh, and then uh, I think that that wraps up uh, Walt Disney World. Let's move on to the West Coast. The West Coast, yeah. Right, so what's what's going on <laughs> in the West Coast? A lot, um, a lot is happening in downtown <laughs> Disney. Um, so starting off with downtown Disney, uh, La Brea Bakery has permanently closed. Um, oh. The Wonderground Gallery and Disney Home are temporarily closed. Um, I'm not sure what's going to go in place of the Wonderground and Disney Home. But in terms of the La Brea Bakery, I believe Porto's is going to be um, taking over that, right? Um, as far as oh I've heard, God. yes. So exciting. Janine and Victoria, have you had Porto's before? No, I've heard of it. I've not heard of it. Porto's is a cult here in Southern California, and rightfully so. It's yep. a Cuban bakery. <laughs> it's a family that has a chain of uh, Cuban bakeries. Uh, uh. And you had me at Cuban. Their their <laughs> their guava cheese Danish. Is... Y'all, I live in Tampa. I live two blocks from oh, Ebor. That's true. Oh my god, you're, yeah, you're like whatever. We got Ebor. Like, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. That's, that's why a little bit fancier. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, it's why it's why Portos is never going to Florida. They don't need to. You know no, what I mean? no, <laughs> true. Oh, Segundo will start a turf war <laughs> i love ybor city that's my favorite I, I there's ybor city you want a weird one ybor city has the best secondhand clothing stores that i've ever been to oh for sure la france and revolve and, and, and yeah yes 
and and oh, especially wow. now uh, and especially for like older guys of size like me because well, guess what it's it's people from the south who retire there all the <laughs> all the old folks from new york who retire in florida and die all their clothes go to the secondhand stores yeah i found some of the, so smart. i found some of the best suits ever it's so great anyway that's so so smart um but yeah so portos is going to be taking over la brea bakery which i am totally oh. fine with that just love portos um and earl of sandwich is coming back i love earl of sandwich Woo-hoo! so yeah um the next thing is Run Disney is going to be returning to Disneyland. Um, so for all you runners out there, that does not include me, have fun. I'm going to try it. <laughs> I only run when chased. I only yes. run when chased. Yeah, uh, not for fun. Um, but Victoria, <laughs> you you ran one of the marathons for Run Disney. Like, how was that? Um, it was it was fun. Uh, it was the second time I've done it, but I've never, this was my first half. I did not finish um but it was a lot of fun like they had a lot of fun characters on there i got to run through the castle and okay uh, so run. victor do you recommend it as long as you can walk a 16 minute mile yeah okay <laughs> okay yeah, my like, boyfriend is thinking about doing thing. it next year well yeah, he's a I runner it. i'm not doing it but <laughs> I, I, I saw on on uh, i saw on twitter um jack patillo our friend jack from uh, annual pass did all of them at the at the last yeah he did the dopey challenge he did dopey, so dopey challenge. yeah it's yeah, a fun it's, it's like a marathon a half marathon and a 5k or 5K, what? 10k half full and if he's feeling full. fancy he can do castaway k challenge too yeah okay all right that's yeah. nuts it's i don't insane. i can't imagine what that's like yeah once, once again, not for real. Yep, not for me. <laughs> not for me. Not for me. I cap at the half. I, no, I literally like run out of breath just like going up the stairs. Like I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> it's not it's good for you guys. Um, Jack, props <laughs> to you, Jack, for doing that. We yeah. love you. Um, love you, Jack. Yes, good for you. Um, but like I was saying, so registration dates um, will be coming up soon. Um, they're going to be, I think the first, yeah, the first race um, will be June 2023. So keep an eye oh, for that. Wow. There's going to be a couple of them. There's a princess one. There's the half marathon, uh, springtime, wine and dine, which I, I guess it's a, it's a, <laughs> maybe you can drink and run at the same time. I don't know. You can uh, actually. Oh, what? <laughs> you, yeah, you can. What and is a virtual the, series of Run Disney? Virtual maybe. is when you just do it at your own pace at home and you okay. still get the medal. Yeah. All right. They all ship right. it to you? Yeah. They ship it to you. Yeah. Okay. Huh. There's a lot of those. The, a bunch of the brands and, and IP and mm-hmm. have those. You can get Oh, them. wow. There's a Lord of the Rings one that you can do and oh. get all these different medals. Yeah. That's wow. Uh, I would do, if I'm allowed to stroll or saunter rather than run, uh yeah walk, I, walk I could walk Disney. all day i could yeah walk you could Disney walk the whole drink. thing sure yeah like the wine and <laughs> matter of fact hard. um yeah i saw my friend she did the dopey and um they had enough time to literally get on expedition ever and then keep on going oh wow <laughs> I, was, I didn't know that you like, get like you. into the parks oh yeah oh yeah you go you through, run i went through oh, magic yeah. you're allowed yeah. to like deviate and stop and do things no, uh, certain not certain ones certain <laughs> areas yeah most okay. of them most of them that are the strict races are like the, it's in the early morning when, before the parks open and employees are cheering <sighs> on. okay and it, and, it, and it goes through the park and it goes through so back early at, yeah 
like back it goes through back of house areas and, and and other stuff so they make a circuit that sort of highlights certain areas of the parks it's, it's okay pretty neat. yeah, yeah don't do it if you're not willing to get up like stupid early they want you there by 4 a.m so you some people no wake way. up at 2 30 yeah that's why nice. i only do one race a year i'm not i'm only getting up at the ass crack of dawn that early once oh a year god well, yeah, that just, uh, I just cured my boyfriend's desire to do that for sure. <laughs> yeah, you're looking out for him. That's okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, mm. But since there were so much news, so much news that has been dropped, um, Disneyland also dropped a bunch of news and a bunch of updates to the guest experience in the parks. Um, for the first thing, so we already talked about park hopping in Disney World. Um, Disneyland has park hopping and it'll begin February 4th. Um, and you could start park hopping at 11 a.m., but you still have to have one, reserved. right? Yeah, yeah, instead of yeah, instead of one o'clock, which is nice. Um, because and that's like, all guests. Yes, that is for all guests. It's, yes, as with your park hopper ticket, or yeah, yeah. Yep. so or, it's the magic, or magic key. key. Mm-hmm. So that's that's really nice. Um, but you still have to have a park reservation, unlike um, Disney World. So you still gotta show up. Um, and. <laughs> <laughs> so they're also going to be giving more opportunities um, to visit the park um, at a cheaper rate. So for $104 a ticket, now I'm not sure if that's a park hopper. Um, I believe it's one just day, a one park. Yeah, one day. I think day. it's one day, one park. Yeah. So there will be more of those dates available if you would like to buy a, I guess if you want, if you really want to call it a value ticket. Yeah, it's not really a value ticket, but if you want to call it that, <laughs> you could, that's it'll be $104. Um, and guests will also be getting complimentary photo pass uh, attractions to take home. Um, so that's really cool. Um, and and that, will- that ticket, I think that ticket's important for Disneyland because there's a lot of people that come to SoCal and go, oh, let's go to Disneyland. Like it's not, they plan an entire trip. They yeah. want one day of their trip or they're here on business. I have friends who come in business all the time and they're like, hey, you have a pass. Let's, let's meet up there. And I'm like, do you have a reservation? Like it, it's, it's. <laughs> It's it's not that spontaneity's gone. So I actually it think is. this is a, a yeah. little better. And I think and I hope this leads to something similar with Magic Key, where it's like uh, certain days after a certain time we can just come in. You know what I mean? I I hope so too, because like you were saying earlier, it is a part of like the culture here. Like just being able to say, mm-hmm. "Oh, do you want to go get chicken fusilli?" Like that's like just and just and walk around after work. Yeah. Like that's the, the, that was the vibe. The old that's the, the old the last annual pass version with Max Pass was the way to do it, where there mm-hmm. were certain days where you needed reservations. Yeah, and 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 certain days where you could we just walk in but even those you had to check because like they would cap it off they on the app that makes say, sense to me yeah require reservations for your high demand days why are you demanding it for every single random yeah. thursday well, now it's become right. they're all high demand days though like if you look at the park now it's so mm-hmm. it's always busy like even that that two weeks where they had blocked out all magic keys the parks were still busy like they still had a bunch of people there so at this point there's really no off season there's no like non-peak days it kind of is just unless it's raining um because we're not we're not as strong as the floridians we see a little bit of rain and we just all stay home <laughs> <laughs> so, so like that those are the only days um but that 104 dollar ticket i think is a really nice um if they add more days that would be great because the tickets right now i think for one day one park on peak days like can go up to like 175 so oh having God. that's a that's yeah. a major Oof. discount um for yeah. those people that do come 
on it's kind of like a spontaneous trip because unlike Disney World, you can do Disneyland one day. Like totally yeah, I have, really can. Yeah. I have friends who I used to, who who are not theme park people at all, but are huge yeah. Christmas people. Alonzo, mm-hmm. who's on the show, we mm-hmm. talked about this. Oh, nice. They they were like, no, we're not going for one hundred and seventy five dollars for the day yeah. or two hundred two hundred. When I went we to Disneyland last, I think my family of three spent over five hundred dollars on our one day oh. park hopping tickets. Oh my god! Like if we go to California this summer, we're not doing Disney because that's just that's it's too much. much. It's too much. Too it's much. Too much. Yeah. And what other new stuff do we got coming though at Disneyland? So at the oh my gosh, I'm so excited! I'm so excited for this. Um, yeah. Tiana's tell him, tell Tiana's him. place of uh, Tiana's place is coming later this year. Yeah. Like not not 2023. No, like, we are literally. That's 2024. <laughs> yeah, this year. Um, so they will be closing uh the french market as well as the mint julep bar um and tiana's place will be taking over um this is palace. really really oh yeah tiana's palace, <laughs> tiana's place. Or... take away my black card um <laughs> tiana's... <laughs> tiana's palace jesus um yeah so that will be we, we see the concept art it looks stunning it's beautiful um i really liked how you saw uh lottie um and tiana's mom there as well in the yeah. concept art that was so cute um and i'm just so surprised that it's going to be happening at the end of this year like so soon you yeah. know so, so soon that we're almost there <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah it's the the french market will be closing um soon i believe in Fe- yeah february 17th so if you want to get your mint juleps, go for it before then. Um, that's so yeah, pretty excited. And then we also have uh, we have two new. Wait, do we talk about the new shows there? The Wondrous Journeys, World of Color one. I think we talked about those a few weeks ago. Yes, we talked yeah, about a few those weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but those will be um, coming up January twenty seventh. So if you may want to, you know, go for those shows. On that day, go for it. Go um, for it. That's Mickey and Minnie's too. Like I'm staying far yes. away from. Oh yeah, yeah, Mickey and Minnie's is all that in one weekend. All, I think yeah. all that in one day. One day. Actually. One day. <laughs> um, I will be there that day because I have. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I will be there. <laughs> so I'll I mean, I love that for you. <laughs> you know, we do. We. I don't know why. I mean, Victoria, you ran a marathon. I'm going to on the 27th. We. It's. We're just. We're resilient in that way. Um, our best life. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, San Francisco um, is finally starting. Um, what was that? Did y'all hear that, or am I crazy? No. The, oh, that they broke ground for San Francisco. Oh yeah, yeah. So they broke ground for, or not broke ground, but they um, drained the lagoon um, at the Pacific Wharf. So San Francisco, San Francisco um, will be coming very soon. It seems I, like um, I'm excited for that. I'm really. Yeah, excited. yeah I'm wondering me too. How, I wonder if it's going to be this year. I mean, to be honest, it's all cosmetic changes, so I it should be done by the end of this year. It's not like they're doing anything great. True, you know? that's true. Um, but I'm even surprised that it's happening because it really did seem like one of those projects that they just announce and then it just never happens. Um, especially I mean, going into history, a recession year. History <laughs> serves that you know they announce shit and then they cancel it. Like there was like exactly. what, six projects that for Disney World that they canceled last E23 Expo. And they were big projects, like not just a projects. cosmetic change. So yeah, I feel like this one could have definitely fell under the radar and like people would have forgot about it, but I'm glad mm-hmm. that they're sticking to it. Um, and 
just kind of focusing on it. I'm just, it's exciting to see um, just something happening in that area because we need to tie in Pixar Pier and just that, that little bit of color and life to that um, kind of very dull <laughs> situation. So yeah, that's all the news for Disneyland. Um, a lot's going to be happening within the next few weeks. Um, so if you want to make your way over, go for it. Awesome. Uh, I think we're, uh, that's the, uh, all for the Disney parks. We're going to jump over to Universal. I'll take these. Um, so two big, huge, actually, rather yeah. rather mm-hmm. surprising announcements from Universal. First, that Universal is opening a park in Frisco, Texas. And the the, the, the log line is that it's dedicated with for, to families with young children. My first thought of hearing that and seeing the the, the concept art, and it's typical um, aerial concept art where you can't really, de- you can't see full details. They don't give away a lot. It's very carefully disguised. But when you look at the colors and shapes and scale, the first thing I thought of was Legoland. So to me, from a business perspective, like we said earlier, a small park like this is like a Legoland killer. And I think for Universal, especially now that they own Illumination and DreamWorks, some of the oh, biggest, yeah. some of the biggest kids brands in the world, which they're furiously adding to their existing parks. Oh my God, this is such a smart business move because it lets them get into other markets um, in the way Legoland has. Also, yeah. the location was very smart too. My, um, I had a yeah. friend who's in the military. She mentioned that's a really big military area with like oh. families, so like they're capitalizing on the military families there as well. Yeah, it's in Dallas Metro, right? It's not far from yeah. Dallas. Yeah, just about, that's, yeah. And that's like the, isn't that like the, that's the third largest metropolitan area in the country or something like that? Mm-hmm. It's, Dallas is oh. definitely growing, yeah. It, it, anyway, that's so I, I think it's really smart. And that made me think, all right, well, where else would they go? For me, if that park is a success, um, their next stop would be Europe because Universal doesn't really have a European Yeah, presence. they don't have a European presence. You're right. absolutely right. right. But those kind of little pocket parks do really well there. So I don't know. Um, I I saw I saw mixed reactions on Twitter. I saw people saying this is cool. I saw people saying it's crappy. Um, I What a shock. What a shock. What a shock. <laughs> I think it, I think it, I'm very surprised. I was surprised about it. I, I never, it's one, I never saw that coming, but I think it's really smart. I think I like how colorful it is. Yeah, it right. Really it's very fun. vibrant. Yeah, yeah. I, like yeah. it. Honestly, solves their family appeal problem a lot. Like, rather than just build a land in one of their parks, they build a whole theme park dedicated solely to families with young children. And I right. could easily see them doing what Six Flags did and making that park an autism center as well. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. That'd right. be amazing. Yeah, and and I think there's also viability. I saw somebody on Twitter say that this could be an incubator for attractions that roll into the big parks. Like Ooh, let's not spend a, let's not spend a lot of money. Let's try out that brand or a scaled down version of that attraction here. And if it does well, we're we'll capacitize it for Florida or, or Hollywood. I think that makes a lot of sense too. That's a very smart idea too. Yeah. Well, they got they... four years to build it. Yeah, that's a long time. Um, I just hope that they move all the minion stuff from the regular parts <laughs> onto yeah. there because <laughs> yeah. it just wouldn't make more sense. Because um, yeah. it just feels like, like you guys are saying, that they're just like throwing all these IPs into the park, into their parks right now that don't really make a lot of sense. Um, <laughs> so, so it would be cool to see like minions maybe stay. I, I mean, I'm seeing like yellow blobs in the. I can't tell if those are minions or cacti. <laughs> I was thinking just domes. I wasn't sure. Like, I wasn't sure what they were either. We're looking at, like, the little cutouts 
on the on the roof of that building in like the bottom right, right? Yeah. Uh, or are no, you looking at the cars. the hearts? Okay, yeah, I just see that. I was, yeah. I was looking at the I was looking at the yellow kind of like half circle and already thing. Yeah. I was like, are those just big minions? I don't know. They look like um, cabanas or something. I see trolls for sure. I see trolls for sure. Yeah. Uh, I like Camp Cretaceous over there in the oh, Jurassic Park yeah. looking even, building. I didn't even think Camp Cretaceous. That's a very oh, that's cool right. brand. Yep. Oh, that's really smart because yeah. then, then you don't have to shove animated dinosaurs into your main park. That's really smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, all right, Universal, you've uh, laid down a gauntlet. I'm very excited to see where they go with this. The next one is doing something regional with their horror brands. This I was very surprised about. Um, they have made a deal with Area 15, which is a entertainment complex in Las Vegas. It's the one where Meow Wolf is located. Uh, and a couple of other things. There's some VR stuff and a, an AR bar and all this very su- cool technology. Yeah, young, cool young people kind of hang out day and night kind of place. They are putting a permanent horror concept. They haven't said what it is. The art just makes it look like a bunch of scary characters walking out of a big scary warehouse. But it says it features multiple immersive experiences that showcase Universal's vast library of iconic horror films and terrifying characters. So my read on this, first of all, I think horror in Vegas is really smart. Uh, Blum, mm-hmm. Jason Blum, Blumhouse had their own permanent attraction for a very long time. And now that they've made a ton of money for Universal, I'm sure they're like, hey, why don't you close that and come over and make this with us? Um, mm-hmm. I, I think it did close. I, I don't think it's there anymore, but, but I, I pre pandemic, we went to it and it's pretty good. It was a good haunt. Um, I think this is a couple of things. It allows them to do mazes and, 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 uh, uh, make them a little more permanent and roll them at, roll them in and out, um, uh, with, uh, uh, with seasonal stuff with new movies. Mm-hmm. I think it'll have, um, escape rooms. They're going to take their universal's escape room concept and add some of their horror brands to them in this location. I think that's now if that's going to be a platform that they use elsewhere. Um, and then I think it's going to be like, you know, uh, temporary stuff, costume displays, behind the scenes of movies, uh, character meet and greets. Think like uh, uh, um, uh, inst- Instagram museums, like Museum of Ice Cream, but it's all horror. I think this thing is so smart uh, because nobody owns horror nights and nighttime horror attractions like Universal does. Um, that's other, very true other than maybe knots and so this is uh this is super exciting what do you what do y'all think i think it's cool that it's year-round like that is a lot there like you're saying that that's like a really big business so to have something that's year-round in vegas it just would be really really cool to see and i i'm excited to see which um ips they use for it or like are they going to be making mazes that are similar to the ones that they already have or maybe they'll be testing out mazes that they could put like in regular like horror nights that could be a, like, like that could be something that they could do um so i'm excited i mean i'm not the biggest horror fan even though i'm wearing my little blue hat that's the that's the extent to my horror but i think it's so cool like i'm excited for them to be kind of opening up and trying new things and they're not afraid to like fail it feels like at this point they're just like throwing a bunch of things at the wall so which is great I, yeah like something's bound to succeed yeah. from that so i'm excited the thing you know both of these announcements universal disney has never really been able to crack the regional nut they they did two things in the past they had disney quest there's one in orlando as a flagship but then they had one in chicago and then there was another thing called club disney that they did yeah. for a while in the 90s mm-hmm. that was like a what were those 
kids play indoor play areas it's that, like a that you guys cheese. grew up with like a Chuck E. Cheese, cheese pretty yeah. much Chuck e. cheese, but but yeah um yeah it, and and but it it the neither of those really worked because at disney money right the the the, the yeah. cost development for disney is always very high and so i I'm, what i had heard is that the business plans never work because designing and building them at disney quality was so high not that universal isn't high quality but universal is a lot leaner like universal we've seen how fast they put stuff out and i know for a fact their teams mm-hmm. are smaller and they're a lot leaner in their development so this is universal sort of saying we are going to do all that regional crap that disney's never been able to do so I, i'm here for it and i love that they're being this ambitious it's very exciting now we're moving over to the disney company victoria why don't you take these uh, we're starting off a little rough. Um, Iger has ordered Disney employees to return to the office four days a week now. So any employee that was a hybrid employee has to start coming to the office Monday through Thursday, starting March 1st. They found this out um, via email. Um, the source that I found also got a copy. So it's following the trend of other companies that have been um, starting to do this. I think Peloton recently did this. Mm-hmm. But I also think Peloton is about to go bankrupt. So do with that. Really? With will. how expensive those bikes are? I, I that's kind what of I why. think I read. Oh, that makes sense to me. <laughs> 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 I forget that we're going into a recession. Yeah, no, no one's buying those bikes. <laughs> but but yeah, um, a lot of people weren't really happy with that. And then on top of that, you know, they had the union thing with Disney World that happened recently too, within that same day, I believe. So... Uh, he, Iger wasn't really a fan, so then I guess they were like, you know, just tell them about Tron and they'll forget him. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm mean, not surprised at all yeah. about the return to the offices. Like, I, I like the flexibility of working at home, but mm-hmm. not that creative jobs are, are any different than other jobs that require you to, that, that benefit from having people in the same room together. But creative yeah. jobs especially benefit from it. Like, it's I I I I mean the, my current job like I had to learn all these new people and a new process over Zoom and it was really painful until we started going back into the office and we sort of like oh I see you now I understand who you are I understand what you're doing you know what I mean I so totally I, agree. I, yeah I, I think it's I think it's necessary you know and and that was his reasoning he was just saying that it's for collaboration and creativity so like right I, yeah so I understand I think that for a lot of people that work from home there is that flexibility and being able to kind of just be in your own space and be comfortable that's great but when it comes to those creative jobs you need to be face to face like that's I feel like the only way that you get to like truly bounce ideas off and you get like a feel for what people think of those ideas like in person like there's a lot of body language and this like conversation that's missed through zoom um so yeah I mean I get it I mean I understand why people are upset but at the same time I feel like this would benefit the guest experience overall so I'm not mad at it um I yeah I'm I get it too I mean I more so sympathize with the people who have like been this has helped them as far as like child care and exactly someone who is switching jobs and was prepared to go (laughs) into the office and then found out that it was actually going to be remote the amount of relief that that gave me when yeah, I sure. pivoted from like, it's oh, I'm going to have to figure out it's... summer camp now. Yeah, That's right. it's so $300 a week. Jeez. Oh. At minimum. A week. Yes. Like, oh, so it's... like going into the office isn't just like, oh, it's an inconvenience. It's a real hard. Yeah. 
serious it's a financial increase. Hit. I mean, it's eight weeks at three hundred dollars a piece. That's insane. And then commute and, I, and lunch, and it's usually and per child too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I understand for people. I, that's that's hard. It's a big I, adjustment. I think it is. It's huge. And and hopefully, you know, um, Disney did not lose, especially at the studios, did not lose a lot of the programs that benefit families like that because I know that they have like childcare or they have a, you yeah know, there's actually a, a right. big huge childcare center literally across the street from the disney studio that is owned by disney for employees oh well that's it's nice crazy. is it free uh, i don't know i don't know I what the deal it. is there but but i that's I, my it, worry it might be at a reduced might be at a reduced rate or subsidized or whatever but, but yeah but you know i know that that, that I, if i were a, if i were if i had kids if i were family going back into a job i would say all right then make it worth my while you and, have to pay me you know, an extra add, eight grand a year me, right, right exactly just right yeah because i'm paying that now Cost mm-hmm. that's true expense, you know it's yeah. definitely a pros and cons thing for hybrid work versus like yeah. at homework so yeah i think I it feel like it disproportionately impacts women it definitely does. Oh, yeah. oh, sure. Definitely. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So hopefully they do have those programs in place and that they are able to meet the difference in like cost of living. Cause I'm sure childcare in 2020 or childcare in 2019 is different than childcare in 2023. The yep. prices are so much more different. So maybe they'll yeah. meet the, those standards. Hopefully. So Damaro so. had some things to say. Did he not uh, Victoria Damaro sort of commented on all the news we've just talked about. Yes, he um, spoke with the New York Times and shook me, um, made some comments. Although, now that I think about it, Josh really did speak to the press more than Chapek, so I'm not terribly surprised. Yeah. Um, he made some comments regarding the um, news we mentioned earlier about the ticket prices um, yeah. going down significantly. Um, he made some quotes along the lines of he just wants to make sure that the fans are felt like they feel, you know, yeah heard they're listening and they're trying to make adjustments based on what they heard although i don't know if they're hearing that we want annual passes but you know i'm I'm not gonna you know but he also stated that none of these changes that all the changes that happened in that one day were about demand and it's not necessarily about a change in leadership basically he's saying that it it wasn't really eager that you know made these changes go about it was just more so listening to the guests having those face-to-face conversations right and he has confirmed that he does read what we say online so you know watch what well, you he say he definitely and... does i feel like well, he looks up his name yeah. on twitter oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like he does I, I've, run, I've run into i've run into him in the parks and uh he is that guy he's super friendly mm-hmm. he goes out of his I've way i've seen to, him in the parks take, twice yeah, he's and, always and, there. You know, yeah. and, he, yeah. and he's very camera friendly and handsome. Mm-hmm. And so, so I, I, I get that. Like to me, him saying it's not Iger is actually stri- strategic. I think so. Say, yeah, I agree. That, it, that it that it's not all these changes are because you know the the White Knight came back. It's because we're finally listening to you again, which yeah. is an Iger effect as well. But it's like it I, it's very 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 strategic for him to not even pander but just be like no no we hear you like that's good and that's 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 when you know that that the management is um doing at least trying to do the right thing you know I Where, think... whereas the last three three years we've had radio silence when those mm-hmm. issues come up i 
I'm going to go the pessimistic route. Um, I feel like there, this, this is, this is because of the recession. Um, I think that these plans have been in place for a while now and they need to appeal to their fan base. Like they need to, they need to lower their prices down because during a recession, you need to just coast. Like you're not trying, like if you can break even and this, and the, this was from a, a TikTok video that I saw from crutches and spice. If you guys want to follow somebody who's an amazing disability advocate you should totally follow them um yeah she's she's awesome um she speaks on a lot of disability issues which is great um but and she's also she talks a lot about marketing but anyway so she was um essentially just saying that like companies their main goal during a recession is to coast by and if they're consistently if disney's consistently making their guests pay these really really high prices the first thing that goes during a recession is vacations no one's going to be taking their five six thousand dollar Disney World trip anymore or Disneyland trip, they're going to be cutting that back. So now Disney has to focus on their original fan base. So they're going to be doing these bare minimum things that we're going to be thinking. I'm oh hearing God. annual passes coming back. They, I, I feel like you, they will. Thank you. I feel like they totally will. There's going. I think in the next couple of months, we're going to be seeing a lot of the the things that were that had already existed prior to the pandemic coming back as a way to like say, see, we're hearing you, we're appreciating you, but it's really just Disney trying to keep its fan base <laughs> like still coming to the parks for revenue. So, oh, so now they totally need fair. us. I think that, that's what it is. It, I think that that's really what it is. Um, it so really, I don't, I don't we think we would never shape back do that though. I feel like it was something that he was planning on doing. This, these are this. This is a lot of news to just drop in such a short amount of time, and I, mm-hmm. I think that they were planning this stuff already before. It's very possible. I if nothing else, theory. someone was lobbying for it. Yeah, but do I think that it was because they heard us? I highly doubt that because these are issues that have mm-hmm. been because it's like they're half hearing us, not the actual things that we want to happen. Like they're yeah, kind of that's putting- true. Nobody was like. Let me come into the park after two. Yeah, that's my like. No one was like, I need like, parking back. Yeah, they're <laughs> just finding like little half measures that don't hurt too much to to concede. Exactly. So I think the having the tickets be dropped down that's not that's not really to our benefit. It's to their benefit because we're still going to be paying them that money to go into the park, and we'll spend more money while we're that's there. True. Yeah. So. I don't know. I hope I hope they're listening. They give us more things, but I just I can't. I, I take a lot of the things that they say with a grain of salt, especially tomorrow, because I feel like he's literally just like vying for that CEO position. Girl, you and me, you and me got the same theory. <laughs> it, it's interesting because I'm reading um, Iger's book right now, and the more oh, I yeah. read that book, the more I'm like, I got your number, bitch. So- <laughs> <laughs> So the the the, and the other big thing that's happened is some big shakeups and changes at the board level, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on this week, but um, so this is kind of an extension of the um, the layout of planning as far as succession for the board. So they have named Mark Parker the executive chairman of Nike to replace Susan. Ar- Arnold as the chairman of the board. Now, for those who don't really know, um, Susan Arnold was essentially the one that gave Iger the phone call to ask him to come back as CEO. She's been with the company for 15 years. Um, so she's going to leave after this. And once she leaves, the board is going to be down to 11 members following this departure. So he's also going to chair 
a newly planned, like, I guess, sort of board. And it's called the Succession Planning Committee of the board. And it's going to advise the board on CEO succession planning. It's going to review internal and external candidates. And I guess it's basically just like a committee to figure out who's going to be the next CEO after Iger. Fair. And I think that's fair. Yeah, that's a good idea. That, that is, but the, but the but the the halo effect that's happening is this whole Nas- uh, Nelson Pelt story, right? So that, um, <sighs> yeah, this is juicy. This is a the, this is so this is a guy that invested a ton in Disney and then opposed the the Iger return, right? Yeah. So I did a lot of research on this this morning. I did a lot while these children were napping today. So. <laughs> So this guy, Nelson Peltz, he, um, I believe he leads Tryon Properties or Tryon Partners. And they invested, if I remember correctly, they have almost $900 million mm-hmm. in the Walt Disney Company. Yeah. And they, Nelson essentially doesn't really like what's going on. He's like, the company is like been like financially irresponsible. Um, they made some calls that weren't really good. Nelson mentions on CNBC today that he thought that they overpaid for the Fox acquisition. They are suffering with streaming losses. Now, keep in mind, a lot of this is true, but he has certain things. He basically just wants money. That's well, what it is. Yeah, they call he, them, they call these guys activist investors, where they, yes. they try to they try to muscle their way on the corporate boards. Uh, with money and they try to buy their way onto the board and Disney. and that's what he tried nope. to do he's been trying to do that since july he first had a meeting with shapak in attempts to do this um then he met with mccarthy and Iger yesterday about for 40 minutes and he was like you're gonna i want you to put me on the board um they didn't come to an agreement the next day they were like we can put you as board observer you won't have voting rights and we're going to ask you to sign an agreement pretty much where you're not going to buy any more stakes in the company. He said no. And then they came out with this website where it lays out their case for the changes that they want to do for Disney, which are the following because I brought notes. Um, (laughs) He wants to refocus on profit growth. He wants to revamp the streaming service. He wants to restore the company's dividends. And he wants to clean up the company's succession planning as it stands. Um, also, I don't know if he likes Iger or not, if I'm going to be honest. Like, he yeah. he doesn't, he basically said, like, he doesn't hate him, but he also doesn't want him to stay past his two years. But wasn't he I, only contracted for two years anyway? Yeah, yeah. It's, these guys, the, 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 first of all, it's not the time, first time these guys have done this. They've done it other big companies, you know, Procter & Gamble and DuPont and stuff. And they've oh, okay. also done it. Yeah, these they, they, this is a thing. This is a thing where big funds will come in. And nine times out of 10, it's to target these companies and, you know, um, uh, strip them apart a little bit. Normally, it's, it's exactly the opposite of the growth that Disney's been doing. A lot of them will come in and break things up or tell them to consolidate two or three things into one thing or sell off a, a, a particular um, wing of the company or arm of the company. Like, so it's happened where it's actually happened with Disney. Like last year, there was mm-hmm. a guy uh, uh, who uh, bought a bunch and wanted to uh, sh- change the streaming. They, he tried to, oh, get that's buy right. tried to get him to buy yeah. all of Hulu and Hulu, buy up the, yeah. the remainder of Hulu. Anyway, it's, it's, it's a, you know, this is that level of, of, a financial tactic that goes way beyond the guest experience, but can really negatively affect it. Like that, that it, it, he, I, he, I think he wants to undo 
is trying to undo what all the growth that Iger has done, even if they overpaid for Fox, even if they. Oh, I can like, tell you that's what it is. Yeah, spinning that stuff off now is would would be chaos. I mean, I don't even I don't see him getting on the board. My thing is, you can obviously tell he has no idea how this business works because at one point in the interview, he said he would love to add more theme parks, but then in the same breath said the company is broke. So why would you build theme parks if the company is broke? He just wants to build another gate. He wants a fifth gate, and this is how he's going to get I mean, it done. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm like, babe, that's great, but you just said you broke. (laughs) It's like, how are we gonna do that? Like, babe, babe, you haven't even touched your Animal Kingdom yet, right? Like, um, we got four other parks to deal with. Let's focus on this first, babe. And that's what I'm saying. Well, he's more (laughs) focused on streaming, which I guess Shapek was too. But I'm like, you clearly don't know how this business works. So why do you want to be on the board, like? I mean, yeah, and everybody doesn't. And no one even wants him there. Why would? Why would he? Like, why be there? Like that. What's that? I didn't. Yeah, I mean, this is way above, like, above my pay grade. Um, this is financial bro stuff. Um, I didn't even know what an activist <laughs> investor was. I was like, oh, is he like a? Is he like a good guy? Like that type of activist. And then I saw that he like donated to like George Bush's campaign and like Trump's campaign. <laughs> oh, I, like, I didn't oh. see that. So he's not I... that type of activist. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I definitely don't think he's. A, I don't think he's an Iger fan just based on politics alone. Um, but yeah, this is very interesting. I think um, it's kind of scary to to see something like this happening um, because the company's gone through so much turmoil and it's been so volatile over the past three years with JPEG and all the things that mm-hmm. happened at the end of the year, it's kind of early to be seeing this type of stuff um, because Iger still has two years. Like yeah. give him a break. Right. He's, He's only been there for a month. Like, right. like, <laughs> like and most on. of the stuff happened under JPEG. So it's just like, while it is true that he yeah. was under a lot of financial stress and these so, things did happen, you got to give the man a chance. This is really interesting. I was just reading um, Scott Gustin, who is a, Twitter journalist, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I don't. I'm He's sorry, great. Scott, if he has a p- publication somewhere. But he showed a screenshot that uh, Peltz's organization submitted, and they're basically complaining. Like, there's a big quote in the box: "Disney may believe that price increases and quote nickel and diming of cast members and other costs is good for their bottom line. However, we suspect it is short-term thinking that puts the brand value and long-term health of the business at risk." And talks about the recurring complaints about Disney cast members' wages being artificially low and Mm -hmm. using that to sustain their streaming services and how that's wrong and they need to... And so, like, that doesn't seem necessarily Mm anti-Iger to me. That sounds Mm. more anti-Chapek to me because that's Chapek's whole bag. Right, right. And the the thing Mm -hmm. is, if that, like, if that, if those are the real motives, there's no reason Iger uh, couldn't say, couldn't do those things and then take credit for it yeah because he, he does that right. two more years so who knows this kind of stuff these kind of like you know um back uh, back alley kind of discussion uh, and people trying to muscle their way on board is nothing new mm-hmm. i think i think with disney what we're going to get is uh, in four or five years we're going to get a whole bunch of books that people write about like tell all for all of this crap there's going to be a JPEG story. There's going to be an Iger, another Iger book. There's... And I will be seated because I yeah. love me and right. <laughs> there's some, there's some, there's some very interesting drama going on. But, but it's, but again, it's one of those things where it's like there's, it's such a big sprawling organism 
how do you even wrangle this? I, I and and they're and they're both a little right, like in, in this case. So I, to your point, Janine, that that's uh, I'm glad that they're making that their opinions public and sort of calling Disney right. out in a way on this stuff, yeah. saying long term health, you're doing the wrong thing. That's that hope maybe that'll be maybe that'll cause change. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we also have. And then the last bit of business, this, this is super <laughs> funny and cool. <laughs> like this, one, I'm not even going to lie. I found this out through a friend. Like I didn't even know this was a thing. I guess Iger talked to um, the CEO of WWE, Nick Khan. Yep. And they're possibly working on like a short-term deal for like Hulu. It sounds like yeah, that's going to. Yeah, possibly they, last till 2024 yeah yeah they 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 they're putting wwe on hulu they've also made deals where to, to bring wwe to international markets on disney plus because hulu is basically disney plus and a lot of international right. markets so they already they already work together for that content this is basically like Iger stirring up rumors that he wants to buy them like buy them outright add one more tentacle onto the giant beast why not honestly they kind of need it like are they really watching wwe though anymore no no i know people who are into it they would be though in florida in florida alone it is huge like i i'm in a discord chat and literally they're talking about going to like some nxt thing i don't know if it's tonight or tomorrow but i remember watching it like in the in the 2010 like the early 2010s with like my brother yeah. but like since Same. then like i think I that will be something i, I genuinely think that might be something to help Disney. You I, went to one? Went I went to one once i had a friend who was really into it and we went and it is ridiculously entertaining i, I have <laughs> oh, to yeah, it is. definitely it is like it's a rock concert meets a pseudo sport meets soap opera pseudo drama. Sport. <laughs> it, it is it's so, so dramatic. Like, my friend kept leaning over and filling me in on all the story stuff that he didn't know. That oh happened. yeah, you gotta have that storyline. Story yeah. yeah, it's like a, it's like a romance novel, but with punching. Like it's it's, it's <laughs> they're ridiculous. Uh, so I I mean I get it. That this could be one of two things. It could be a product category, or more importantly, not the product. It is an audience category that. Uh, Disney wants, which mm-hmm. is which is probably predominantly male, um, and predominantly mm-hmm. like gamer audience kind of uh, you know yeah. age. Um, it's either that or it's because they're making these programming deals, and and going to be uh, um, um, th- promoting it and broadcasting it and, and and showing it all over the world and being part of that deal. That this is Iger basically stoking the fire for a purchase by somebody else. Like you know, he he's he's going on a date with them and then saying, eh, "No, it's not going to work out." But it makes everybody else go, "Wait a minute, they're dating Iger? What? Wait, what's oh. going on?" <laughs> oh. so that makes sense. That makes you know, sense. It's, I think it's, it's a it's a good appeal. It's he's he's being their wingman, maybe like that's. <laughs> I mean, <it's>, yeah, <laughs> go for it. Anyway, what does he get I, out of that? Uh, that's true money for because they're making all these other um uh deals oh, right, for, for right, the right, programming right. and right. so it they they make money off of that so the more successful they are even if they don't own them the more successful they are that makes uh, sense more successful disney and hulu and disney plus is so um anyway i if you i will say if we ever get to a point where there's like you know uh, a wwe event in orlando like at wide world of sports or something like that i would lose my mind that would be 
kind of amazing and a completely different audience than what they normally have so maybe who knows you guys are making me want to go watch them because like i feel like it's probably gotten better over the years man the techniques probably the hardy boys come back the hardy (laughs) boys when the hardy boys came back i lost it I'm not, I wasn't enough of a fan to watch it on TV, but I will highly recommend to go to one in your lifetime. It's a lot of fun. It's ridiculous Mm -hmm. and and awesome. I just remember. uh, I think. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. I was just going to say that, like, the time that I watched it at was, like, when it was John Cena, The Undertaker, like, Triple H. Like, those people. Like, I remember Mm -hmm. that WWE. Same. Yeah. Yeah. So. Love me some Undertaker. And uh, before we wrap up tonight, uh, you know, this episode, ladies, is our one year anniversary of Ratcastle. Can you Yay! believe it? I, I, I did not think we were going to make it into a year. That's, yeah. That, that seems crazy. I, that's that's an accomplishment. Look at us go. And and I think what's, team. Even, what's even cooler is that this episode is going to be released on exactly the same date on January 16th, 2023. Oh, it sure is. What a, what a great coincidence. Anyway, th- <laughs> this has been a, a great year. I I have loved, loved getting to know you guys. This has been so much fun. Um, and Nathan, I hope you're feeling better because thank you for bringing us together. This was all his idea. Yes, um, and, and he found us all separately on, on the Twitters and said, hey, this would be a fun group. And I look forward to this every other week. And you're all a delight. And for the folks out there listening, um, thank you so much for tuning into this. We know you have a lot of choices for your entertainment time and uh uh and and that that you're willing to tune into our little puppet show here uh uh means the world and and we we very much enjoy putting our stupid little uh ideas and opinions out into the world how about y'all i'm just so thankful that i like have this space with you guys like it's been such an awesome year just getting to know each and every single one of you and like just all the different experiences that you guys bring it's just really really cool like i've learned so much from you guys like in terms of like the theme parks and just life in general like i've learned so much (laughs) (laughs) so it's just been it's been such a great experience and then having because like i don't really have a lot of friends to talk about like this theme park stuff with so just having that (laughs) like i said that place where we could just like just talk banter, just mess around, talk shit about the company if we wanted to, and just get those opinions out there. Yeah, just like spill tea, you know, and have a good time. Like, it's just, it's such a fun, like, I just look forward to these days, like, literally every other week. It's such an amazing time. How about you? I I agree. It's honestly, that was one of the best decisions I've made of 2022 was um, deciding to do this. Like, it's been, like I said, it's been a pleasure, like, chatting with you guys every other week and like just like going back and forth with like ideas and hopes for like something we all equally love and enjoy and sharing our experiences and just like different perspectives it ge- it genuinely is a progressive theme park podcast like very it really much so. is mm-hmm. <laughs> very much so. also the people that listen to our nonsense i am very grateful for even the people that give us one stars you know they're, they're doing their jobs they're, we love the haters, haters. Yeah. we love the haters keep yes. hating us hey, we have a podcast yeah. we have a podcast and you don't if you exactly. want to do something better, do it yourself. Period. Um, <laughs> period. <laughs> period. <laughs> period. 
Um, well, uh, Janine had to bow out early, and I'm sure she's as thankful. And and same with Nathan because he's sick. But uh, honestly, folks, we really uh, 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 podcasting is such a fun thing for us, and we hope this is fun for you. We hope we're living up to our promise of bringing progressive voices and diversity and and different viewpoints to the theme park uh, uh, realm and to that discussion. So uh, thank you very much from the bottom of our heart. We hope you keep doing this. Please tell your friends. All righty then, Ratcastle is produced by Nathan Hartman. Please consider subscribing on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss an episode. Please tell your friends, uh, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcast. We'll read it on the air. You can check out our website at ratcastlepodcast.podbean.com. If you have questions for us rats, uh, you rat bastards, you can send us uh, questions and comments and other stuff we can uh, answer and read on the air at bit.ly slash ratcastle. In the meantime, please grab your belongings and exit to the left. Will you stop this foolishness? What foolishness would you like to see? Will you get out of here? <laughs>